Hi, this is Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris. We had a big hit in 1960, top 10, called Image of a Girl, which I also wrote. And I would personally like to welcome you to this show, Goodies About Oldies, where you will hear some interesting stories about artists and songs of the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. Now, when people drink, who knows what the reaction is going to be? <laughs> what do I mean by this? Well, way back when, Janis Joplin was at a party with Jim Morrison of The Doors. And they got into a big argument. And, of course, they were both drinking all night. And uh, when she got angry during this argument, she picked up a bottle of Southern Comfort liquor (laughs) she had and uh, wailed him on the head. It knocked him out cold. Now, this is the part that gets me, and I'm sure it will get you. The next day, one of his friends saw Jim and said, Oh, I heard you met Janis Joplin last night. What do you think of her? And he said, What a great woman. She's terrific. <laughs> Let's hear from that great woman. Here's Janis Joplin with a big hit from 1968, Peace of My Heart.
A lot of artists in the 50s, 60s, stayed in the music business and had some success later on, even a decade later. For example, the keyboard player Johnny Durrell of The Ventures wrote a big hit song for an artist in 1974. But first, let's hear Johnny Durrell on keyboards with The Ventures and their big number two hit from 1960, Walk Don't Run on Goodies About Oldies. As I mentioned, Johnny Durrell wrote a hit song in 1974. It was called a murder ballad because it was a story about a girl who goes to a fortune teller and the fortune teller tells her that uh, he's having an affair. She goes home, comes back at another time to the fortune teller and finds her boyfriend with the fortune teller going at it. And she kills them both. That's the story of the song. What is the song? It reached number one in 1974. Here is Cher singing the keyboard Johnny Durrell of the Ventures song, Dark Lady on Goodies About Oldies. i 
Those people who crash the numbers of the top 100 or top 40 call different record stores to find out how much sales a record is doing, you know, things like that, so they can determine uh, the order of the top 100 records. Well, back in the days when my song, Image of a Girl, and my group, The Safaris, had a big hit, Down the street from me was a little record shop called Nordy's Record Store. And working part-time after school was a classmate named Steve Lipkin. When I went to the store, he was congratulating me on the hit record that I had and said that people had been calling the stores and wanting to know how many records of it were sold and so forth. What a nice guy. Later on, my friend Steve Lipkin changed his name to Steve Barry, and him and his partner, P.F. Sloan, had written and produced many hit records in the 60s and early 70s, and I'd like you to hear them now. Here is a couple of songs written by Steve Barry and P.F. Sloan. 
The first, Where Were You When I Needed You by the Grassroots from 1966, and in the same year, they wrote Herman's Hermits, a must to avoid. Let's hear them both on Goodies About Oldies. Don't bother crawling It's all over now No use in stalling The love I once felt I don't feel anymore for you This time I'll even Open the door for you You walked out When I was down When I Explaining, I've already decided that living with you, it's worse than without you. I won't spend a lifetime all worrying about you. All things got rough and you disappeared. Now I'm back on my feet, but look, look who's Child, that first day I saw you, you really got to me. I thought I could change you. What good did it do me? All things got rough, and you wouldn't wait. Take it from me When you stare into her 
later he would write a song that was a hit for another group so let's go back in time and hear wilbert harrison with kansas city on goodies about oldies Now, the Safarius used to rehearse with instruments, and our bass player was a guy named Larry Taylor. And Larry didn't have a car, so I was the one who picked him up and take him to rehearsals all the time. Great guy. Well, later on, he joined a group that had a few big hits in the late 60s and early 70s. One of those big hits was written by the singer we just heard, Wilbert Harrison of Kansas City fame. So let's hear one of their big hits 
from 1970, singing Wilbert Harrison's song, and Larry Taylor is on bass. Here's Canned Heat with Let's Work Together. One of the great group names, I feel, <laughs> was in 1967. The group's name was The Electric Prunes. Well, who gave them that name and suggested it? None other than Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones. Let's hear that song from 1967. It reached number 11. Here are The Electric Prunes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> With their big hit record. I had too much to dream last night. Last night. 
Talking about Mick Jagger, if you've seen his show, what can you say? Fantastic. Even after 50 years. Well, he stayed in good shape. He had to because estimated it is estimated that he would be walking, running, jumping 12 miles at just one performance. Well, he did take care of himself. He took ballet lessons, would you believe? yoga, cycling, and really kept himself in great shape. Let's go back to the early Rolling Stones with a song you don't hear too much. It was in 1964, reaching number six. Here is Mick and the Rolling Stones with Time is on My Side.
Remember Chuck Barris, the TV producer who had such game shows as The Newlywed Game, The Gong Show, uh, what was it, The Dating Game. I even worked for him, as a matter of fact, for a, on a show he, which lasted one season. It was called The Game Game. It was a psychological type show where celebrities would listen to situations and pick what they would do in that situation. And based on their responses, at the end of the show, they would learn something about themselves. I was in charge of all the situations and also the interpretations, being a psychologist. Anyway, my boss then, Chuck Barris, wrote a hit song, though he never sang, for Freddie Cannon, which reached number three in 1962. Here is a song written by Chuck Barris. Sung by Freddie Cannon. It's Palisades Park on Goodies About Oldies.
Now, songwriters get a great big kick out of hearing another artist interpret their song. Well, this one really blows my mind, I'll tell you. Remember the song Sugar, Sugar by the Archies, a little bubblegum song? Well, you know who recorded that in his own version? Would you believe Otis Redding? Yep, let's hear it. Here's Otis Redding with Sugar, Sugar on Goodies About Oldies. Chiffons were a girls' group in the early 60s who had several hits. Well, one of their hits was involved in a big lawsuit. We'll hear about that in a second. But first, let's hear one of their songs from 1966, which reached number 10. Here are the Chiffons with Sweet Talking Guy. Talking guy, talking sweet kind of 
Now, in the 70s, George Harrison wrote a song and had a big hit called My Sweet Lord. George didn't realize that the melody really was part of He's So Fine by the Chiffons. So the writer of He's So Fine sued George Harrison, won the lawsuit, and George Harrison had to share a lot of the royalties with that writer. Well, what is interesting is the Chiffons decided to, well, do what George Harrison did. They decided to record My Sweet Lord with their own version. (laughs) So let's hear it. Here are the Chiffons singing George Harrison's My Sweet Lord.
lot of people may not know this, but you remember the movie The Star is Born with Barbara Streisand? Well, Barbara wanted Elvis to be the actor in that movie that she played against. But unfortunately, Elvis's manager said it wasn't enough money. It just wasn't good enough, so Elvis never even got to try out for it. Let's hear Barbara Streisand singing the theme song from The Star is Born, which she wished Elvis was in. Here is Evergreen, number one from 1977, from the movie A Star is Born. Barbara?
1963, Johnny Symbol had a big hit record, which reached number 16, and it was kind of a play on the doo-wop craze. It was called Mr. Bassman. Let's hear it. Mr. Bassman, you've got that certain something. Mr. Bassman, you set that music thumping. To you it's easy when you go one, two, three. You mean Yeah, Mr. Bassman, you're on all the songs with a boom boom and a boom boom boom. Hey, Mr. Bassman, you're the hidden king of rock and roll. Will you teach me? Hmm, yeah, the way you sing. Cause Mr. Bassman, I won't be a bassman. Mr. Bassman, I really think I'm with it. Call Mr. Bassman. Now I'm a bassman. Teach me, mm, yeah, the way you sing. Cause Mr. Bassman, I wanna be a bassman too. Yeah, Mr. Bassman, I think I'm really with it. Boom, boom, and boom, boom, Come on, Mr. Bassman, now I'm a bassman too. Now, in 1969, Johnny Symbol changed his name to Derek and had a big record that reached number 11. From Mr. Baseman to this great song, remember it? Cinnamon on Goodies About Oldies.
Now, sometimes a married couple will write a hit song, and that's what happened with Marvin Gaye and his wife, Anna. They wrote a song for the group The Originals, who had, <coughs> excuse me, who had a big hit record. And let's hear it now. Here is the song written by Marvin Gaye and his wife, Anna. From 1969, reaching number 14, here is Baby I'm For Real. Baby, 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 you 
Hope you enjoyed today's show of goodies about oldies. Please join me next week at the same time on the great station Remember Then Radio, the place where you can hear every kind of oldie you could ever imagine. So until next week, this is Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safari saying have a pleasant evening and good night.